Hashtag the morning flavor. Stay with us for the next 17 minutes because we're unpacking realities of life. And of course, we live in a world where we sometimes do wrong to others, either intentionally or unintentionally. And then you have to apologize. Or maybe you're the one who has been done wrong too. Yeah. And somebody has to apologize to you. So how do we go about accepting apologies? And what role does time play in all of this? And also, are there terms and conditions and boxes to be ticked before accepting an apology? And what about bringing up uh, previous matters? Maybe that relate to a similar thing. Is there anything in that as well? Well, uh, joining us on the line is Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. Good morning, Dr. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning, family. How are you guys? You, you know, I always say that when Kaza Chiefs wins, Doctor, the whole country is happy because the majority is Kaza Chiefs. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, relevance. And how does it make you feel, Doc? Guys, listen. I am if we, the box. Ex- exactly. We focus on the positives. And if we were in a court of law, I would say relevance. And, and, and this little thing of yours would be dismissed. Doctor, I mean, here, here we are. Um, somebody has done wrong to you, and then they apologize. Are, are there steps that we have to follow in accepting apologies? Look, um, th- yes, there is. Remember that we are doing this feature for people to learn how to be the best version of themselves. Mm. And that means for you as a person, you also need to look at how are you also bringing the best version of other people. So when somebody comes and apologizes, firstly, a lot of people when they've done wrong, they do not even take the time to reflect critically and see what they've done wrong and then come and face the person that they have done wrong to and apologize. So give big up to you for being able to bring up that, the best version of that person in themselves so that they can come to you and talk to you and then look you in the face and apologize. Remember that. The other part about personal mastery is that you actually have to learn how to do listening and I want to speak about it from the perspective of sometimes when somebody uh, comes and apologizes, you go into a space of competitive listening where you come up with, yeah, but you've done it before. What about this? Mm-hmm. What about that? The governor Well, you're not really listening to the apology. You are going into a dialogue into your head about all the other incidences that justifies why this apology is null and void. But you're no longer listening to what they're actually saying to you. So try to be in a space where you're doing empathic listening. You allow yourself to be in their shoes and actually hear what they're feeling, hear how they've made sense of it or how what they are explaining about what was happening in the moment, but also their behavior. What Pearl was saying that um, you want to be able to follow up what you're saying as an apology with behavior that is congruent with what you say you've done wrong. There has to be some kind of reparation and correction in your behavior following up. But you're going to miss what that person is promising or what they're declaring if you're having that competitive listening in your head or if you're coming back or, yeah, but this but that. So then that apology becomes mute. And that person, all the day to do that, I came to apologize, you were listening, you're not listening, that's up to you. Hmm. What about repeat offenders? Those people who will continue doing the same or similar thing uh, and they know that, ah, you know what, I'll just get to Pearl and I'll apologize and she'll forgive me and we'll move on. Um, are those people who are on the receiving end of the apology not justified in that voice in their head saying, oh, but you've done this before? This sounds okay, so ap- familiar. Let, let me apologize up front. Né? Because if somebody tell, if I am a repeat offender to you, this conversation is about personal mastery. That means tell is not very good at mastering herself. Hmm. Because you are always allowing to be so to offend. 
and mm. you are always taking what Tepiso is saying to you, mm. and then you're opening another room for me. So we can't have the conversation about Tepiso as a repeat offender. We have to have a conversation about you mm. as the person who's allowing the, 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 the offense to keep going on. So sometimes when you are allowing people and they're being very honest and consistent in how they treat you and what they tell you about themselves, and you are refusing to listen to that message, but every time when they come back and apologize, you think there's going to be change. We can't co- focus on those people. We have to focus on you. Mm. Why are you allowing it to happen? And if you are going to be willing to accept that apology and then still be willing to accommodate when they transgress again, mm. the problem is with you, not with that person. Yeah. What is it that you need to do to keep betraying yourself like this mm. and put yourself on hold while this person continues to lie and betray mm. you? Mm. Mm. Dr. Sepisoma Tenchi is on the line. She is our psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst. It is personal mastery, and she eloquently explained why we go through this exercise every Monday. And one of the things, of course, is you know the, the specifics of your situation. Perhaps some will uh, you know accept the apology if you didn't pay them back, but they will not accept the apology if you cheated on them. So we'd love to hear about your own personal experiences in the context of uh, accepting apologies, 089-110-3377. And while we take calls, doctor, what if I don't want to accept their apology? Are there circumstances where one can say, I'm sorry, but I do not accept your apology? Absolutely. There's a, there's a lot of circumstances. In fact, it's for a lot of people, when you've now completely violated who I am and the long rope that I gave you and you've hung yourself with it, it is okay for me to leave the relationship. Mm. It is for me, okay for me to burn this bridge or to walk away and say, you know what, we are okay, we can coexist and breathe the same air, but we, you don't have to be in my life anymore. I'm just going to ice you out. So there are some people who will do it outright and tell you to a face. But others, you make the shift emotionally, but also in terms of your cognitive space, mm. where you realize, sorry, I no longer want to give you a call. When I see you, I have to sigh, realign myself and prepare and then smile, but I know the smile does not reach my eyes. Sure. So gradually you find that the psychic distance increases. Mm-hmm. So for some of us, if it's outright at more, I don't accept your apology. For others, you say, yeah, okay, I hear you. It's okay, friend, but I know we're no longer on the same level. Mm-hmm. And that is okay because that's how also you part of honor yourself or, you know what, this person, I no longer feel them. They've just uh, been, they've fallen off the pedestal and I no longer want to keep them in my inner circle anymore. Mm-hmm. All right, 089-110-3377. Dr. Tepiso Matenji is on the line. Tell us about your personal experiences, having to accept apologies. Has it worked out? Has it not? Are things okay in whatever the relationship is? Friendships, intimate relationships, family bonds, even just uh, with colleagues. All right, um, and I think uh, your own personal experience will give some interesting insight as we unpack with uh, Dr. Matenji. We'll take your calls right now. Eight minutes to nine on the morning flavor. It is personal mastery with uh, our awesome Dr. Tepiso Matenji. And of course, we are looking at how to accept apologies. I mean, I'm looking at myself and I, I'm, I'm still sort of in two parts with it. Hmm. I mean, there's things I'm not prepared to forgive for, interestingly, right? Yeah. Um, for example, in the context of relationships, if, if you do me wrong, I'm that guy. Yeah. Right. Uh, but with other things, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know, money, honesty with, you know, whatever else, mm. even in, in the work environment, mm. I'm prepared to let things slide. But when it comes to relationships, it's, it's that much harder. And I suppose maybe it's matters of the heart as well. Absolutely. Which make it a little hard. And I'm also that guy who's, well, used to be on that competitive listening. Yeah, but this is the hundredth time you've done this. <laughs> How my <man? laughs> That is still me. 
Yeah, I, that is still me. But I've come a long way and I've become a better person mm. because I've realized that you'll never win. Well, some people you'll just never win. It doesn't matter how many times you bring up the past. Yeah, I know. I'm a disciplinarian, <laughs> so I want to understand why mm-hmm. the umpteenth time. Yeah. All anyway. right. Well, uh, we're going to go to the lines, Doctor. We have Azola from the West Strand. Azola, good morning. Good morning, MOP. Are you yes, well? Doctor as well. I'm Money. good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Very well, thank you. Go ahead. Awesome, awesome. So, um, I just want to ask, how do you behave after forgiving someone? So, what I've noticed with myself is that I just go back to my normal self, like nothing happened, you know, jolly, jolly. And then I've also tried to, like, be mean and just distant. And at the same time, it kind of weighs down on me. Mm. Mm. And then, Oprah yeah. did mention, Uguti, there's repeat offenders. So, like, I do not say right to So, there's no need now to do whatever I said I said I'll do. So, how do I behave after, you know, forgiving someone? People mm. who are introverts can perhaps relate to this um, mm. a bit more, where you actually need the time to process it. It's mm. not about what this person says and does, because yeah. sometimes people are very, they can fake good, uh, where they start doing the things that are consistent with what you are expecting. And they can actually mm. now start to put the things that they know you don't approve of covertly. Think about how a man who cheats. Uh, does it you know from now on Uteen, every weekend yeah. so you not start believing or no the phone is available he's always at home can't you know when he goes to work he goes by a common hole you know um and the, the kids see it or other people see it, but when are you don't so the issue Kira, you, you need to take the time away for you to process for yourself and this is the conversation about how you accept an apology for yourself mm-hmm. what does it mean not that this person has acknowledged they are wrong and they've come to you put their pride aside and told you are you willing to believe them are you willing to accept it and are you willing yes to wipe the, cl- the slate clean but also to give them a second chance or as cynics might say to give them a long rope to hang themselves so mm. until they prove or they were not worthy of the apology you choose to believe them and you take them at their yeah. words and uh, you know and to be honest with you the healthy side of personal mastery, the part that allows you to grow and to extend who you are as a person and reinvent yourself, allows yourself to be told those lies and believe them until you're proven otherwise. Because if you're going to go hyper-vigilant and try and check mm. and be, be able to verify and make demands, then you are the one becoming arrested in what that person has done. Mm. Think about That's when somebody has cheated on you and they've apologized. Now you think it's your job to prove to you that the apology was sincere. You're going to check the phone, you're going to follow them around, you're going to call your spies to be sure that what they promised you is true then you are the one who's becoming a victim you are mm. now the one who's being enslaved by the fact that they mm. cleaned or they're not going to do things so now you are entrapped so if you are thinking about apologize and uh, accepting somebody's apology you actually release them Hore, if community uh, what you're doing is true and what you're saying is true because what Pal was saying i'm going to wait for the behavior that follows not in the first few hot spots that uh, incident but later on mm. it is going to be testing testified in your behavior afterwards. That's so true. Fantastic. All right, Azola, thanks for that call (laughs) and we wish you well on your journey, all right? Thank you so much, Mo. Wonderful. Have a wonderful morning. Doctor, what about um, trying to accept an apology that never actually came? So Uh, two people get into it. Uh, Someone does me wrong. Uh, I wait for an apology. This person, uh, I obviously care about them. There's a lot of history between us, but that apology never comes for whatever reason. How do I go about accepting the situation as it is and trying to move on with my life? 
So, so Pell, let's assume for Mo, and as you spend time with Mo, the reason mm. he's in your inner circle and he's become significant is that you know him and you understand mm. him. You're actually going to have to realize that Mo has very few words. He might not be able to outright say to you, I apologize. He might not even have the intellect. Mm. And when I say intellect, I mean emotional intelligence, to be able to recognize what it is that I did that was wrong, that wrong pen, even if I think what I was doing, my intention was good, right? Mm. Uh, he might not have that awareness. But in his behavior, he shows you that he's apologetic. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, you're lying yeah. he just got oh. So ah, let's Mar- not have a version of people that is based on the board and the beautiful. Not yeah. everything is depicted in what you see in outside media. A lot of people can communicate with you sincerely, mm. but non-verbally. without oh, doing grand gestures of affection, right? Surely and there's a power in the language. Mm-hmm. In, there is in, a in power. No, in, in the acknowledging. They must say with their own mouth what it is they believe they have done wrong. I disagree. For mm. some people, it is very difficult to, to put into it what they have done. And they can't even put their finger on it. They just know for deal. And that is enough for them <laughs> sure, to sure. I need to apologize. <laughs> sure. And even that carries weight. Mm. L- let me go to Floyd, doctor in Pretoria. Floyd, good morning. Morning, Mo. Thanks for your patience. Go ahead. No, no problem. When they talk about flowers and they're not talking about pride. They're talking about real apology. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. And why is only the and men happy about this? No, because that's our reality. <laughs> Go ahead, Floyd. <laughs> and another thing, what I've learned is uh, forgiving someone, you free yourself. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Power. and uh, lastly, uh, anger. Anger is the punishment we give ourselves mm. for somebody else's mistakes. So mm. let's forgive and forget. That thing happened, and that's it. Let's mm. learn to forgive. Because right now we are not perfect. When I post somehow, let's have a person out and like acknowledge for we left love. That's it. All right, Floyd, we appreciate your call. Thanks for that. Thanks. Wonderful stuff. Have a great Monday. And thanks for those words of encouragement. And as we wrap, Doctor, uh, if I'm battling with these issues and it's lingering, it's bothering me that I I want to forgive this person or I want to accept the apology, but it's not coming around. What do I do? Can I get help? Uh, Who do I turn to? Absolutely. And and sometimes it's not the same thing that you've been doing more. It's the fact that you cheated, the fact that you're not giving me money, the fact that you come home late, the fact that you're, you love your mom and you're only doing for your mom, but you're not doing it for me and all of those things. So for some people, part of what makes it hard for them to forgive is the compound interest of all the hurts. Mm-hmm. And when you recognize that you are stuck because of the compound interest of the hurts, Go for counseling. That's one of the things that you go because now you have been enslaved. You are captured by all those heads. Hmm. So go there, find a safe space to breathe it out, to talk about it, so that you can learn to move on. Because the person that stuck at you, not the, not the perpetrator. Doctor, we appreciate hmm. you. We love you so much, and uh, yes, we will deal with our compound interests of hurt. Uh, one <laughs> one one th- one debit order at a time. Yeah, one feet <laughs> rub at a time. One bouquet of flowers at a time. Yes, one foot rub at a time. Hmm? Exactly. One dinner under the stars.
at one a time. One e-wallet at a time. One uh, dinner at a boma at a time. <laughs> one bank deposit <laughs> at a time. <laughs> We're getting closer and closer to the truth of the matter. Yes. Uh, Dr. Sebiso Matenchi, psychologist, life coach, personal change catalyst, and of course, uh, excellent on personal mastery. You can find her on uh, Twitter at tmatent. Follow her, show her love, and of course, reach out if you need to. We are done on all this done, Monday. All done, all done.